Welcome to Spirit for Success, a podcast for kick-ass ladypreneurs with spirit, smarts, sass, and style who want to succeed at business, life, and love with ease and grace. Want to see what other fabulousness we have in store for you? Go to spirit, the number four, success.com. That's www.spiritforsuccess.com. Now to your kick-ass and sparkly hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Hi, I'm Rach. And I'm Therese. And welcome back to our podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something that is extremely important and trips people up all the time. And we've even found ourselves tripped up, so we're going to share a couple of stories to give illustration to... The art of receiving, I think, is the first thing that comes to mind because it is an art and it's something that we're constantly <laughs> working on. <laughs> yes. It's often something we've been naturally good at. Yes. Okay. So. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> See, and now, okay, I remember last podcast, I was like, she's always given it to me and now I'm like conditioned to start. <laughs> You've conditioned me. <laughs> I know. So good. You're so well trained. It only takes, what, 12, 14 podcasts to condition a person? There you go. <laughs> this will be episode 15, just so you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Excellent. Excellent. Good to know. All right. Well, so uh, I'm going to get super real with you guys and tell you something. We've been posting in our Facebook group every Monday for the last umpteenth Mondays, uh, something we call the generosity thread. Okay. And it's a place where you can offer something to other people in the group without any expectation of return, meaning you're just doing it for the sake of giving, for the sake of being of service. And I love, love this idea so much. And, and Rach and I feel that generosity is a cornerstone of our business. We're very big on giving where we are, we fall into the category of overgivers. It's just like... <laughs> It's one of those things where it's a delicate balance. Mm-hmm. Um, like the giving is, it feels good. It feels good to be of service to somebody else. Um, and I have adopted this practice in my own work where I um, set aside a certain amount of my time just to be of service to someone else. Um, and what has kind of got me like, oh, <laughs> is the fact that we put it out there and a lot of times it's like crickets nothing's happening. And now I know, I know that we have a group full of gorgeous, generous, big hearted people. I know this, I know many of the people in the group. And so it was kind of flummoxing me because I'm like, wait a second. I know that there are a lot of givers here, people who understand the idea of generosity and service. So what's the issue? Like what's happening? And what I realized is we might be good at giving, but we kind of suck at receiving <laughs> as a group. And, and I include myself in that category. Um, and so uh, lately, I've been really kind of focusing on, am I doing the full cycle? So, Rach, we've talked about this before, but everything has a cyclical nature. Nature itself is cyclical, right? It's got, we've got morning, noon, night, and then it starts all over again. We've got the four seasons. We've got the way the clock works is a psych. It's a circle, right? So it's cyclical in nature. So when you just add that. 
<laughs> the cycle. There you go. Right. Vagina. We'll put that word in there. Yeah. Just <laughs> Vaginas have a cycle. They do. Off track. Just add that in. So going back to the idea of other cycles. Um, so abundance has a cycle and there is the giving and then there is the receiving. It's like to give and to receive. And you see the beautiful circle right there, right? And so what was happening is we were having a lot of givers. In fact, I still see in our generosity thread every um, week, I see brave souls who are like, okay, I'm willing to give. And then it's crickets. And the problem is, I think that as I go into it intuitively, people feel bad about receiving. They're like, oh, that's so, you know, like they look at it and they're like, that's so nice, but, you know. I don't want to take advantage of them. Right. Or... right. And so what I want to show you is that you're not completing the cycle if you're not allowing yourself to receive help. If you're not, you know, there's, there's part of it is the asking and then part of it is actually receiving it, receiving the gift, the service, the help. There's a, a few times people have posted in there, um, I'm here if you just want to talk, which I think is one of the most valuable gifts you can give someone else is just being a sounding board for them and a, a support system. And a total stranger at that is it feels um, like a really loving gesture. And I never really see anyone grab it. And there's a part of me that's like, hmm, <laughs> like how do how do I how do I help bridge the gap here between somebody who wants it and doesn't? And so Rachel and I started talking about this. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of other ways that I've noticed where we block receiving. Like when someone goes, "Oh, well, I'll give you a hand," and there's a part of you that goes, and I do this to myself, you know, they go, "Oh, look, I can help you with that," or "I can look take this." like they'll give me a resource or some description or even my mom here have a hundred bucks. Cause you know, you need it right now. I'm like, Oh no, no, I couldn't possibly. So it's, but it's blocking the receiving energy. That's also stopping you from receiving other things. Cause receiving as an energy is like a singular thing and you receive so many different things. So it's starting to look at, let's get into more detail. What specifically are you allowing in, but where are you blocking it? So it's yeah. okay if a resource comes to me from a complete stranger, but if my parents or my sister or my family or my friends try to give me stuff, oh no, I can't do that. So you're blocking the receiving. So if it's like an open pipeline and you're saying yes to everything, fantastic. You've got some good receiving coming in, which means abundance can come in and it does this beautiful cycle. But starting to look at, and we've got a few stories, but starting to look at where are you saying, oh, it's okay if it comes in this form or come mm -hmm. through this avenue, but no, I can't accept it or I can't take it for whatever reason. <laughs> We've got a thousand right. excuses. I can't have it from there. Right. It's, I, I often use this metaphor when I'm teaching or I'm talking to clients, but I talk about a house with 10 doors. Mm -hmm. um, and ideally, you want all 10 doors open. It's like the whole house can open up. Uh, when we're not able to receive or recognize where we're getting things, that's another, that's a whole other part of receiving that we want to talk about. But when, when we're doing what Rach is talking about, like I'll receive it from here, but it can't come from there. It's like, you shut a door, a door is shut. 
And I often use this metaphor that the universe is like a UPS truck making deliveries. And we put out these big orders, right? It's like we're going on Amazon Prime and we're like, tick, 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 this is what I want. And they're like shipping it to you, right? And they, the truck pulls up and it's got this huge package and you've given it this little tiny space to get through. And so instead of forcing it, because ease and grace is the natural rhythm of the universe, they leave a note saying, hey, open more doors, we'll be back tomorrow. So it's our job to realize where am I actually blocking abundance that's trying to get to me? Because if you're only looking for it in the form of money, you're missing some huge shit, like big packages. Some yeah. very big stuff. And this is one thing, and I, this is something that um, and even Therese brought up for me, was to look at all the ways that I'm receiving. So I started doing this at the end of the day. And it's more than just a gratitude journal. It's about, you know, how did I receive today? Well, actually, I received... Um, uh, I got a discount on something. I got, you know, someone gave me some flowers. Today, someone gave me their time. Someone gave me a compliment. These are all different ways that things come to us in the giving and, re- and our, allowing ourselves to receive. I mean, how often, and I used to, used to do this, but I don't do it so, so often now. Um, you know, someone will give you a compliment. Oh, you're fantastic. You're awesome. Whatever. And there's a part of you that goes, oh, no, you know, they're just saying oh, that. This just happened to me right before we got <laughs> on here. So, but, yeah. So <laughs> I was putting my makeup on. I was fixing my hair. And I was like, I hope I look okay. Like that thought went like, you know, it just goes through. Because I think as you're a woman, it's kind of like tattooed yeah. on your brain. It's like, do I look all right? Like looking for my husband. And he's like, oh, you're perfect just the way you are. Which I also. Well, do you want to say that to me too? Didn't receive. It was like, and I was like, oh, duck it. <laughs> You know, I was like, no, it's not good enough unless I I look a certain way, right? Well, I'm putting my makeup on and I'm just like, I wish I I wish I knew if I if I was attractive enough was the thought. And instantly a request came through on my phone from a stranger, like wanting to friend me. And I was like, oh, uh, looking to who they're connected to, right? And I had commented about how good someone else looked on their post, and he replied to my post. She does look really good, and so do you. And I was like, <laughs> like I saw I, that. I could. I was another one where I was like, Bam! I'm like, whoa, <laughs> stranger, could, creepy. Mm-mm. Right. So the first thing was instead of just like taking it at face value for the moment that somebody was giving me a compliment, immediately I was like, first I have to investigate, and I have to see if you're safe, and I have, you know, I like I like it had to be this whole long drawn out thing, and and the universe was the credibility. The team was like, take the fucking compliment. <laughs> We're, the, you know, because like I said, the, the, the universe, our team and spirit, they're always trying to get you the message the easiest, fastest, most productive way possible. And right as I was wondering if I'm attractive, a comment comes in saying, yes, you are. And that's the universe. And it's like, forget about the messenger. Look at the message, right? <laughs> and so these are like little tiny ways that I'm catching myself not just receiving what I'm asking for. It is coming to me. The reassurance was right there. And I got it twice within this small period. And I was like, bing, boom, you know, like, whoosh, whoosh, let it go past me rather than thank you. That's what I needed. And that's a big part of receiving is just basically saying, thank you. I'll take that. I'll receive that. So yeah, doing my little list at nighttime or in the morning or whenever I, I sit down, if I find myself in a place of insecurity or lack in any way, shape and form, then writing down all the ways that I'm receiving so I can see I'm actually yeah. receiving quite a lot. 
instead of going, oh, I'm not receiving a whole lot of money. Well, hang on a second. That money is only a slither of the receiving energy. What yes. else am I receiving? How else am I receiving abundance in my why world? So doing that exercise of writing it down is making a huge difference of changing the focus and exactly what Teresa's saying, just being in a space of going, thank you, is allowed. Yes. When you start doing this, now I know that I can feel the energy. I've felt this energy in myself and I can feel it in others who are watching it, which is like, I'm so afraid to let go of asking for the abundance in the form of money. I'm afraid that if I pay attention to anything else, all I'm going to get is a buttload of compliments and no cash. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like I need the cash. So thanks for the compliment. But you know, yeah, where's the money, honey? <laughs> right. And what I want you to understand is that a door open is a door open, okay? More doors open on your house means bigger stuff can come in and money is a part of the package, mm. right? And so as I noticed myself about to block it or totally miss it, as I've caught it and gone, wait, that was something. That was, a, that was abundance in some form. I'm going to put that in there. Doors open. Money does come in. It just does. Mm. It's like try to stop it actually, right? Because yeah. if you're thankful and noticing and, and receiving every juicy little thing the universe is giving you, money just, it, it just like slips in underneath the, yeah. <laughs> you know, underneath the, the mat. It's just like all of a sudden it's like, boom, money is there. Wait a second. I wasn't expecting that. Right. Because you were just in the flow of like, whatever is coming to me, I am grabbing. And then the cycle is complete and it keeps mm -hmm. going. Right. So, so there was another, there's another area and I'll, I'll share my story first and I'll throw it over to Trace cause she's got a great story. Um, <laughs> The other way that we block our receiving and our abundance is by choosing the cheapest of something. <laughs> or, and I had a great example because my daughter and I, we went shopping for her birthday just the other day and she has you know, birthday money. She had about $80 to spend. And initially she was kind of like, well, I don't want to spend $20 on this beautiful dress that I really love because then I won't be able to get other stuff. And I said, well, think about it this way. You're better off spending the money on something you absolutely love and adore rather than getting something that's you know, cheap and in your range that does the job because you won't love it as much. And you're basically saying to the universe, I don't deserve everything I want. Now, when you're saying that at the level of address or a, I'll let Therese tell you. <laughs> but when, it, when you start to, to not let yourself buy or invest in the thing you really want, the energy is the same. It's I don't deserve good things or I don't deserve the best or the perfect things for me. So I had to talk to her and I said, well, would you, do you really, really like that dress? Yes, I really, really like that dress. Then get the dress. You've still got other things you can buy. You'll be able to buy other things later on. More money will come into you, but you will love yourself in that dress. And she's taken multiple photos of herself in her beautiful oh. dress. She's loving it. She's getting the most out of it and she feels really good in it. So, and she'll have yeah. good memories of that dress. There, oh, yeah. I, I know that feeling. I remember certain things that were special and that made me feel extra special when I had them on. So yay for her. Good choice. Yeah. So that could easily be a piece of jewelry. It could be a particular holiday. I oh, will go on the really good holiday next time. We, we do it in so many ways in, the, in our business. Oh, I'll wait for that because, you know, I really shouldn't. I, I'll just get this cheap thing or do this myself instead of investing in something that's really going to make the big difference. Yeah. It's all about worth. What am I worth? It changes your frequency. I'm telling yes. you, like when you said that about the business, as soon as I invested, 
in a logo for my business, it changed the frequency of the work. And it was more uh, an energy about this is real. I'm playing, it's like I'm not playing at the hobby, the hobby. level anymore. <laughs> I'm playing the real game. And it I've was got like, I big girl pants on that. <laughs> it, exactly. It changes the energy of you, which changes everything you touch. Everything that's yours resonates at the same frequency as you. So hear that. Everything that is yours resonates at the same frequency frequency as you. So if you're running a business, which most of you are entrepreneurs of some sort, whatever you feel about yourself, it echoes out into your business. No matter how much, like how much crafting you try to put into it, if there's this energy of like, but I can't get help or I can't, or, you know, I'm just, it's not that good. You're sending out this weird vibe of not that good. So you could have a great product or a great service and nobody getting into it because suddenly they're just, they don't know why, right? They can't, they can't articulate that weird vibe they're getting, that it's a mismatch, mm. right? Yep. So don't settle is the, the thing. And <laughs> Terry's going to share another story about <laughs> settling on something. Something so stupid. And I bet that so many of you are guilty. Even Rach, I'm sure, can come up with an example where she's guilty of this. It's small and insidious. And I think it's a lot of small choices that actually affect our abundance yeah. in ways we don't even realize. Little insignificant choices that have a major impact, right? Okay, so here's my story. <laughs> I don't shop at the dollar store. I made this decision over the last year that shopping at the dollar store, that there's a bad frequency in there. I mean, it's low energy, right? There's a, if you want to feel what lack feels like, walk around in there for an hour and just feel the energy. And it, it's like people's souls have been sucked out. That's kind of the feeling it gets. However, you just can't beat it when you're like, I just need something fast and cheap, right? So I usually go there to buy like envelopes, envelopes to like send things because it's like a buck. If I need an envelope, it's done, right? I went in there. I went to grab the usual envelopes because I'm like in and out, right? I'm like, I don't want to be there very long. I'm like, ninja. <laughs> but I was going on a vacation and I needed some um, travel things. So I went to the travel section really quick and I got a pack. I'm like, ooh, Q-tips. I needed that. Well, I got more than I needed. So I ended up bringing them home and putting them in my regular Q-tip jar dollar store q-tips right so you already know what this means like i poked my own ear because there was like no cotton i'm like ow so, you know like so basically tried to give myself a lobotomy and then same thing happened when i was trying to clean my son's ears and he's like not even two yet and he was like ah! you know <laughs> so i i was like whoa let me go get the safety Q-tips that we like, the ones that are extra like cushy and bulby and they're a little more expensive and you get far less than others, right? So we went out and we bought those. Now, here's the moment, right? I'm going to open the new package and we have a little fancy jar we keep our Q-tips in and all the shitty Q-tips are in there. And I hesitated, you guys, to throw the shitty, painful, brain scraping q-tips away because there was a thought in my brain like this is wasteful like i you know what if we need extra q-tips like i should hold on to these it was a moment where i like and it was like somebody in the universe went wake up <laughs> and i was like oh oh shit this is like how i'm this is an example of how i settle or i feel mm. like i'm not worthy 
of the better stuff or I should hold on to it because it's money and I just spent it's it, right? So I just no, turn around. Throw that know, shit out. Put out. <laughs> or use it, I, I used it for like art supplies. I'm like, cause that doesn't matter. You know, like you little cleanup stuff. But the fact that I considered like giving it a home still when I had the better stuff and, and the message was, look, the better stuff is trying to get into the jar and you're holding on to these shitty little pissy Q-tips. If you would just let the shitty little stuff go, you could have the better thing. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like a metaphor for everything. <laughs> it is. I mean, how often do we get, you know, cheap little shitty furniture or you know, cheap little shitty things for our businesses. It's like, well, okay, no, I can't go and use this really good thing that I've just bought that's going to be really fantastic because I haven't finished using this one. And it's sometimes well, it's courses and trainings and stuff as well. Well, uh, one of our wonderful, awesome clients, um, it actually, the whole story came up because I was talking to her and she was in this shitty job experience. And I'm telling her from an intuitive point of view, a better job, some better version is waiting for you, but it can't get to you because you're holding on to this shitty job because you're afraid to let it go. Mm. And it was the same thing with the Q-tips of just afraid to let it go, but there's something better trying to get in. So let that shit go. <laughs> So you can upgrade have it. it. Upgrade. <laughs> it's time to upgrade it. Yes. <laughs> so this is something, you know, we're bringing these up and we're sharing these stories because we want you to really think about, look, analyze your life and look at what are you doing in your business? What are you doing for you personally? It could be as simple as getting the shitty makeup instead of getting the good stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's, it, you, you know what? It's karma. That's what karma looks like. You end up breaking out because of the shitty makeup. You end up having holes in your clothes because you picked the the cheap stuff. You end up like, you know, I mean, there's just so many ways in which we are mistreating ourselves. And the message that we're giving is I don't deserve it, right? Like I'm asking for better, but I'm not actually treating myself. Not like I deserve it not and I'm not receiving it. I'm, I'm holding on to the shitty thing because, you know, I'm, I'm being frugal or something and I'm not poo-pooing frugality I think that there's a way that you can do it where you're making smart conscious choices where it's like is this actually adding value into my life or am I getting it because I feel like I can't have the better thing and then questioning why do I think that yep Sometimes being frugal is about instead of getting the whole makeup set, you just get piece by piece at a time. I can afford to do piece by piece. And just as your old makeup runs out, I'm going to replace that shitty piece of, you know, shitty foundation with a really good foundation. So then you do piece. So that's a really frugal way to do it. But also generally, if it's better quality, it lasts longer, it's better for you, all that sort of stuff. So while, and I've seen, you know, people in my life that always go for the, the dollar stores and they pick up and they're constantly going through it because they're breaking and they're not quite right. And so instead of spending the extra and getting the really good, good quality, not necessarily top of the line, but good quality thing that they really want that would last them a lot longer and they get a lot more enjoyment out of, they're going for these cheap little shitty things because, oh, that's all I can afford and I really don't want to do it now. So we'll wrap up there. We'd love for you to share with us what you gained out of this episode. Share with us what you noticed about where you're not noticing what you're receiving, where you're not allowing yourself to receive, or where you're going for the cheap-ass shitty stuff. Because <laughs> on some level, you don't deserve or aren't worthy of the good stuff. We'd love to hear right. your stuff. 
Here yes, not only that, and I challenge you in a very loving and um, supportive way that the next time you see our generosity thread, if you're in our group and you see someone offering something, jump on it. I, I promise you there's gold there. There's gold for her and there's gold for you. So do your do both of yourselves a favor and take every opportunity that's being offered to you because it you know they don't last forever. Exactly. There's good stuff there. Good stuff. There is. And if you've got something that you just want to give away, I mean that's the beautiful thing about giving is then being in a place of receiving. So what you got you give out comes back to you. So if you've got something, a little bit of time, put a limit on it, say I can only do two sessions, that's fine. Put that on the generosity thread so that other people can also jump in and get a taste of what it's like to work with you. With that in mind, we're gonna wrap up there and uh, until next time, relax. We got this. Thanks for listening to the show. We loved having you. Come join our kick-ass community on Facebook. It's called Kick-Ass Sparkly Ladypreneurs Unite. To get all the latest from Rach and Therese, go to www.spirit4success.com. Again, that's spirit4success.com. Until next time, relax.